Do you ever pray the Lord's Prayer? What's your favorite? May God be gracious to us and bless us. Make his face shine upon us. That your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the people praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule and pe the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its fruit, and God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear him. Psalm 67 would have been for many Jews like what the Lord's Prayer is for many Christians today. Sorry, I got a few things here I'm trying to control to get everything to you guys properly. <laughs> so... I gotta situate things here better than I had. I apologize. We're still learning. We'll figure this out though. I know many Christians today actually look down upon reciting the Lord's Prayer because it just seems like you're reciting it from rote. It's not a big deal. However, if it brings you comfort, particularly during difficult times like those that we now face as a world, then this is exactly perhaps what you need because these are very uncertain times. I know that for many people, COVID-19 is causing a significant amount of anxiety and stress. Two weeks ago, when we looked at Psalm 22, I said that the cure for anxiety, stress, and depression was to gather together as a church so that we could encourage one another, lift one another up, and here we are today, unable to gather as a church. And so we find the best way possible to do this still. We need to continue to remember that we need to reach out to one another, though, even still, and encourage each other. Sorry, I'm getting text messages about the. We're losing the sound in that. It's cutting in and out. So we'll do the best we can here. We'll try and look at those things Perhaps this next week, try and figure out what's going on with the stream, why the sound isn't consistent. I have an idea. You know, my son won't like the answer. He'll have to not be on the internet, probably. But that's all right. If we have to do that, we have to do that. <clears throat> We're going to look at Psalm 67 today, and hopefully through the psalm, we can be encouraged in a hopeful future in which God's presence, his blessing, and his healing upon our land are simply the reality of life for us. Psalm 67 actually comes and begins in number 6, verses 24 through 26. I'm getting messages, sorry. which reads <laughs> the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face toward you 
and give you peace. We can hear the resignation, the sounds from number 6, 24 through 26 in Psalm 67. It's clearly the foundation from which the psalm, psalm was written. This hope that the Lord would bless us, that he would keep us, that he would cause his face to shine upon us, that he would be gracious to us, and that the Lord would find turn his face toward us, and that we would find peace. So I want to look at now first, begin, before we actually get into the... <clears throat> Uh, psalm too far is the structure of the psalm how the psalm is actually written and made up so the first thing we're going to see is israel seeks god's blessing in verses one through three then in verses four through five five we see god's just rule of all the people and then finally the author closes out with a final blessing in verses six through seven so let's do, go through the psalm and look at all of the details Verse 1 reads, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. The first verse in Psalm 67 clearly sounds like it's coming from the Aaronic blessing found in number 6. The biggest difference is that the blessing in number 6 is addressed to Israel. Where here our author extends this blessing not only to Israel, but to all the nations. God's face or light in the scriptures is often related to to the anticipation of redemption or salvation. There is a sense in which that when <clears throat> he looks upon us, his light will shine upon us and distinguish between those who are in him and those who are not. Can you guys hear the dog? He's barking. Yeah. <laughs> Verse two, <laughs> sorry, technical difficulties. Verse 2 reads, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. We as the church today are called to let God's way be known to the earth through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And sometimes laughing, apparently. When we share the truth, when we share the truths that Jesus was born of a virgin, he was perfect man and perfect God. 100% man, 100% God. Jesus was therefore able to be, as perfect God, live a perfect sinless human life. God's wrath towards us, towards our sin, needs to be appeased, however. It needs to be poured out upon us. And that is exactly what he will do to some. But the good news is that Jesus, as our perfect God, was able... to take our sins, take upon us in his perfect sinless human body as a sacrifice in our place and make atonement for our sin. On the cross, Jesus not only suffered the physical brutality of crucifixion, but God himself poured out every ounce of wrath he has toward our sin upon his only begotten son. Jesus on the cross took the punishment that we all deserved and in so doing, he saved us from judgment. Jesus on the cross, has brought salvation to the nations. Jesus on the cross blessed us with forgiveness. And then three days later, he arose from the dead, conquering not only sin, but death as well. Jesus brought us ultimate hope of a future free from sin and from pain. And it is in this future that we place all of our hope. 
that one day, because of Jesus blessing us with his sacrifice, he will be with, we will be with him eternally. We have been blessed to be a blessing. And now today, we the church are called to proclaim these truths to this hopeless, fearful, coronavirus-filled world so that they might know a hope and peace that comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. Our author continues in verse 3, and he writes, May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. We have been blessed by God with the truth of who Jesus is, and we have been called to pass on that blessing to all the peoples of the earth. And when we do this, the reality that will one day be. All the peoples of the world will praise God. Many people groups, but as one people and in one joyful voice, we will praise the Lord. This is what God started when God blessed Abraham to be a blessing to the nations. We see this in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. reads I will make you into a great nation I will bless you I will make your name great and you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I'll curse you and all the people on earth will be blessed through you Abraham was by was blessed by hope in Jesus we have been blessed by hope in Jesus as well and now we bless others by sharing that hope in Jesus Christ this is what it means that we have been blessed to be a blessing. And we know matter what stands before us, we stand in strength and peace so that we might bless others. The author continues in verse 4 and says, May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the people with equity and guide the nations of the earth. The ultimate blessing upon us will come when Jesus is seated here on earth, upon his throne, and he is the one and only King of Kings of this earth. No more will we be ruled by faulty, arrogant, self-righteous men and women. One day our Lord and Savior will return, and when he does, he returns as a conquering king, and he will rule his people in righteousness, and he will give and he will guide us in his perfection, and we will be glad and we will sing for joy. Today, this is our hope. Our hope will only come about through our continued proclamation of the gospel of Jesus. We've been called by Jesus to be nation creators, to call the people of God to him. When we proclaim the gospel and people are saved, the future nations are being created before our very eyes. This is how we are blessing the nations, by being blessed to be a blessing. verse 5, our author writes, May the people praise you, God. May all the people praise you. This should not only be our only hope, but also our prayer, that God would raise up saints to go to the nations to proclaim Jesus, so that we may with one voice from all the peoples praise him. 
In verse 6 we read, The land yields its harvest. God, our God, blesses us. And then in verse 7, May God bless us still, so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. So these two verses actually form what is called a chiasm. I've got that on the screen here. The structure creates a relationship with the outer elements of the first phrase and the last phrase being relate, related. And then the inner elements, the second and third phrases being related as well. Last week we discussed this phrase, the ends of the earth, as typically being referenced to apocalyptic expectations. The land has been broken and the people have been divided. We see this in God's pronouncement of judgment upon this world due to sin. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, we read, To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are to dust, and you will return. And in Genesis chapter 11, we read, Now the whole earth had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar as mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world, and from there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. And in that, the nations were created. So we see from the first passage in Genesis 3 that God had cursed the land and made it difficult for us to to harvest. In Genesis 11, we see God scattering the peoples to no longer be one people and one nation of one voice, but many voices and many people scattered across the world. Sin destroyed the land and made it difficult to work. Sin destroyed life and brought death. Sin destroyed the nations and separated us from one another, not only from our Lord. The only hope we have is found in the middle of the chiasm. God, our God, will bless us. God will bless him, will bless us. 
The only hope we have is in the blessing of the Lord. Our hope is found in the gospel of Jesus. Our hope alone is found in the love of Christ, from which when he calls you, family, nothing can separate you. Trouble cannot separate us. Hardship cannot separate us. Persecution cannot separate us. Famine cannot separate us. Nakedness cannot separate us. Danger cannot separate us. War cannot separate us. Death cannot separate us. Death cannot separate us. Life cannot separate us. Nor angels nor demons can separate us. The present nor the future can separate us. Heights nor depths can separate us. Nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God. Not even COVID-19. God has blessed us to be a blessing to all the peoples of the world, so that all the nations as one people and in one voice might sing praises to God. Amen? Let us pray. May God be gracious to us and bless us. May he make his face shine upon us, that your ways may be known, Lord, on this earth, your salvation among all the nations. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you, Lord. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear him. Now, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Go into this world being blessed by God to be a blessing to others. Amen. Hope to see you next week. God bless.